on this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. And that is how the season ends. It's just like, I, 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 and then like with like, and then like, you just like with swelling music behind it. And then it just fucking stops. Welcome to Devil's Trap Podcast. We are back. We're going to talk about Season 6, Episode 22, The Man Who Knew Too Much. But first, Liz, what's going on with you? Oh, all right. So, uh, as Diana said, like we're coming back. We're coming back. This is... We're just recording two episodes in a row, so everything's kind of weird. So, but what's been going on with me is I just did another ghost hunting investigation thing. So, uh, this is a fun thing that, you know, it's like too many people are doing now. That is pretty much my takeaway that everybody found out about this. And now, like, if you go to a ghost hunt, like, if you watch a show, it'll be like, oh, there's like four guys and they're like in a building by themselves. But if you go online, you're like, oh, I want to go this ghost hunt. And no shade on the bros who throw this ghost hunt. I think they're great. Um, This is not my first ghost hunt of theirs I've gone on. But it's still like there was three groups of people and like 15 people in each of the groups. So that's just a lot of people for me to be around in general. And this was an overnight thing. So it was like till like two, like one in the morning. Like it was pretty late. And in the middle of nowhere. Go stay up late. Ghosts, like, ghosts hang out late. They like to hang out in the dark, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, I didn't see, I don't think I saw ghosts. I don't know. My friends think I saw ghosts and we've got, we've got pictures to prove that. But it's always, I think it's fun just because I like learning about history and like really like, so the place that we went to was a hospital for a very long time in a very small part of Texas. And honestly, like it's close enough to where my Polish ancestors, people were hanging out. Like that may have been their hospital. Right. And it was not a good hospital. It was just not. There was like all things like about like malpractice and other things. But it's a very famous hospital for being haunted. And so a lot of the paranormal, like famous, like paranormal people have gone there. And it's famous. So our friend of the pod, Zach Baggins, has an episode where he went to this hospital and he goes up on like, so it was run by nuns. And so uh, I forget which nuns they were. Oh, fuck. I I remembered which order they were. I forgot it already. But anyways, like me and like, I know those nuns because they were the nuns at probably like my grandpa's church that I was at. Like, I think I probably knew like some of these nuns, but Mm -hmm. there's like all these stories there. But I guess like they don't like tattoos. And on the third floor, what's on the third floor? Like it actually has a basement, which is weird for Texas. Mm. Like we don't have basement things here. Our soil is not good for it. They collapse. We don't do them. Yeah. And it's also just hard to get into it. Like especially if you're down where I'm at, like you, they won't even collapse. You have to dynamite that shit because it's all limestone yeah. so it's limestones mm-hmm. and caves so you can put stuff in caves but it's like really hard to like go down 
<laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so this, the hospital for, it was a hospital for a long time. There was a basement, there was a ground floor and there was a second floor. And the second floor is where it was like the nuns, like living quarters. So men weren't allowed on that floor. So they don't like men, the ghosts apparently of the nuns don't like when men come on that floor. And apparently if you have tattoos, they also like to choke you out. So Zach, when he was on there, like he like takes off all his clothes. He's basically just like a come Take at- shirt off. He's like, come at me, bitches. Like and like he's my tattoos. Yeah, like he like that? taunts the nuns and then like supposedly like, I don't know if I don't know if he got choked out. But so when I was there, we were on the second floor and I did not like rip off my clothing. I just had on as little much clothing as possible because there's no air conditioning and it's June in fucking Texas. And it's so hot. You know what I had? I got one of those little neck fans. And it's the best thing I've ever bought. It was like $25 from Amazon. Sorry about something from Bad Corporate Daddy. But like, so it's like, it has like a USB thing. You just charge it and you put it on. And like, I normally sweat like a fucking pig. And it was... It was okay. Like I actually like I was hot, but I didn't die. And I'm like, this is the best. You were just you were just glowing instead of yes. Like I was. I didn't want to die. Like I was just like kind of okay. So I wasn't as miserable. But so but I was in a tank top and shorts because and docs though because there's a lot of things. Just tetanus. Tetanus. There's tetanus. Like they have filled it with garbage. And I want is like a hoarder is like a quarters episode of a hospital, like a ghost hospital. Like, and I know like they think like that brings chaos and like more ghosts come in, like with things are all disgusting. But I'm like, that also brings like staph infection. And so I think like they should clean it out a little bit. I think the ghosts would be happier if they clean shit. They have like this like empty bottle of wine is a trigger object. And like, of course it is. The ghost is like clean this shit up. It's not sand. Sanitary. And they have right. all these stories about like, you know, there was like a guy who like OD'd and was like dumped in the hospital grounds and like there was like a double murder that supposedly oh. happened there that nobody has any record of because after it was a hospital, it became a rehab place. And oh, so, oh yeah, there was I also was texting Diana about it. Like within the episode, like Zach Baggins goes out to like where some of the oil rigs are. And so if any of you are from this part of Texas and you know the people who work those oil rigs, like this douchebag and his film crew like right up like next to like some oil rigs and they're like and like we don't know let's talk about ghosts yeah we're gonna talk (laughs) about like all the people that come to this hospital that you know sometimes like they got they were dying because they got like injured doing this because like this is the only thing these people without education Uh they can afford to do like the only thing they can do to feed their families i wonder how they die won't that be really fun and then like this guy like drives up he's just kind of like a site worker he's like yo you can't be here bitch and then like they kind of start talking but then he like goes into the story about like how like his uncle like uncle or cousin or somebody like died in that hospital and he's like one of the ghosts like he was like he like haunts it and so him and Zach bond and he was just like yeah like you know maybe you can come out close like but you don't want to like fuck with the people who work there and then Zach is like yeah you were like well you want to put a demon hunter against a roughneck and I'm like <laughs> Yes, I I know who I'm putting my money on. I do. And it's not the demon hunter. Yes, I, he was like, yes, I do want to put a demon hunter against a roughneck, and I want to pay to watch that fight. Who, by the oh. way, that was probably the scariest part of my evening. So after we left, and I did have my new 
thermal heat wave gun and it's so yes. exciting it takes the best pictures and we're gonna have the best like ghostiest things to like share with you guys but afterwards like i had to go to this gas station like three times because there's no plumbing in the haunted hospital okay. so you have to go to the 24-hour gas station that you can walk to or my friends and when i like actually drove back and forth which is probably the better idea like you have yeah. to pass like drive past the christmas-like version of uh freedom isn't free or something like that it's got like the soldier but it's like leaning down with like the rifle like on the mm -hmm. helmet but it's made out of christmas lights for some reason hmm. that's a fourth of july decoration they had sure. for a thing and so you have to drive sure. past that back and forth and you finally like go until the, the restrooms are actually really nice but yeah. at 1 30 in the morning um the so clientele is interesting holy fuck man they scared the shit out of me i was just like that this is like you want to know it's terrifying it's not what's happening in that house except the fact like i have never been so glad like the heat gun like it's the best thing i've ever gotten for ghost things because you can walk around a abandoned building and you can tell like because they're like there may be possums or maybe raccoons and they're like there weren't fucking lying bitches but like i can at least like see Nothing. like if there was something in the rubble right like right. so if there's like a meth head a rat that's gonna run out at or you a rat, or a rat right a, a rat or a meth head like i yeah. could see them and yeah. so i'm so Here like it makes like i found myself like so brave now i'm like whatever like i walk down like all these like dark hallways like i don't need a light i got this. i can tell I who's here this. like oh i can't see that sofa ow Anyway, so that the sofa was, is not warm. That is not warm. You can't see that. Unless like somebody is sitting on it. Sat if somebody is if somebody has sat on that sofa, it actually will stay warm for a little bit. It's pretty cool. It's it's neat science. All okay. right. So that was my stuff. I know too long. But all right, Diana, mm. what's going on with you? What is fun, exciting uh, in your life? Oh, we got to celebrate some birthdays. It was Babe's birthday happy recently. Birthday. So happy birthday, Babe! And then we had my sister's birthday. So we did a big family dinner and ate a bunch of sushi, which is always fun. And we're getting ready to go to the beach for a few days, go Texas beach. It'll be nice. Uh, and I decided, uh, my, my big bold decision that I'm sure people really care about is that I got my fingers tattooed. Uh, the is night. there a I'm word for that? Um, uh, we, I call them finger charms. I don't know. I like that you call them that. Is that they're actually so my what they're artist, called? My artist called them that. I like passing. that. I think it's pretty. So I got a little like like gray wash, but like little signs on my fingers. And I'm very excited about them, and it feels very like a bold step. But I really like them. And we'll share them on the on the grams so you can see them. But yeah, they're so pretty. I like them. I do too. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm definitely a lifer and committed now. Apparently, not that I wasn't before, but like that's really like it's like the old rule, like hands and neck. Those are like the like oh shit. Yeah, but now the fucking dumbass who like delivers my know. food has fucking neck tattoos. Yeah, but that's like the only one. The he only has. one he <laughs> has. No, like you it's just so you just started with that. <sighs> yeah, so that was a choice. That a was a choice people make now, and they're also. I just I don't like the fact that people start at the wrist and go up. <sighs> uh, that's not and then okay. We also, and we also got to go watch people blow shit up for some fun. And you did not blow. You did not blow. Nobody up. lost it. No, we didn't blow ourselves up. No one lost a limb, and there was really fun fireworks out in the country at a friend's house. So we did that. Uh, and yeah, getting ready for the 4th of July. America. America. I love the 4th. I love fireworks so much. I don't think you understand. <laughs> You've never watched me watch fireworks, I don't think. I'm like a five-year-old. I like to sit there and like, like eyes wide, big smiles, just stare at them the whole time. And I cheer after each big section. Like I'm like the grown-up. There's a bunch of kids at this. And I'm like, yay! And like a real slight quiet. I'm like. 
I don't like being yeah, startled. They happy. But they make but fireworks, I know they're happy and they make me happy. Yeah, I don't like loud booms. So mm. no, thank you. My animals don't like loud booms. It's a very stressful time of year. We live in a place that is typically dry. People will blow things off and then we'll start brush fires and houses will burn down. That actually become like a Dean. No, the Sam. It's Sam's brain. That is very much like Sam's brain in this episode. So I think that's a really mm. good transition. Are you ready? Are you ready to transition? Yeah. All right. So this episode, so there was a very interesting throwback thing that I, I dug into the, I went into the way back machine of the internet. Like I really had to go into the way back machine of the internet to find this quote. So somebody, uh, this was posted on the supernatural wiki and it was Sarah Gamble. Who remember she's a showrunner at this mm-hmm. point, but we're going to get to that. She's not the one who wrote this episode. Someone else wrote this episode, but <clears throat> The cl- there's this very clickbait article that you can get to you from the Supernatural Wiki, and it's the name of this. At, the title of his article was "Supernatural Boss on Finale: Characters That People Like Will Be Killed." Isn't that the greatest title of an article that was ever it written? And and it's just like, oh, we're trying. Like it was original clickbait, right? It was just like, it's yeah. like this is like what people are going to click on. But really, it was TV Guide talking with I think it was Han Nguyen talking with Sarah Gamble about the season finale, and so she was asked, "How does this part pair with the second half of the finale, The Man Who Knew Too Much?" And she said, "We have so many mythologies going on that we heard that we were going to air episode twenty-one and twenty-two in the same night. We talked about breaking it up as one huge two-hour episode with a short cliffhanger in the middle, but." what ended up happening was two distinct episodes episode 21 deals with a lot of dean stuff and episode 22 deals with a lot of sam stuff and that's just the way it worked out both guys are very active in both episodes there's a lot of dean in episode 22 and there's a lot of sam in episode 21 and there's a lot of bobby and a lot of castiel in both but it ends up kind of being dean 21 dean having 21 and supernatural heavy in 22 and that's interesting. That interesting yeah, I didn't think about right? that. Yeah. So basically, well, then if you think back to the 19 was all about Cass. Fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, uh, whatever. Anyways, but so 19 was Cass, and then we have Dean, and then we have Sam. So that, that does make sense. That's interesting. Yeah. And so when you think of, you know, I watched these episodes with that kind of in mind, thinking about, oh, this is the Dean finale for season six, and now we're at the yeah. Sam finale. And this title of the episode okay. with the man who knew too much comes from an Alfred Hitchcock movie. And that mm-hmm. was actually a remake of an earlier movie. And it's also famous for, um, this is the one that has, has K Sera Sera by Doris Day. K Sera Sera. Mm-hmm. That song is in that movie. So I think that's cool. This first aired May 20th, 2011 and was directed by Robert Singer. So we have Robert Singer directing and it was fucking written by Eric Kripke. So we have the showrunner who stepped down for this entire season coming Mm -hmm. back and writing this episode, which is still letting like Sarah go like, like spider rings and like, it's still Sarah's story, I think. Right. But it has like, okay, now we're going to bring his flair back into it. And I just think that's kind of cool. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And we do get a recap with our, our bring rollback of uh, carry on my wayward son during for the recap of this episode. And we start, the episode opens with Sam frantically running down a street. We're getting flashes of neon lights, and he is definitely being chased by the cops. Okay, okay. So we're running past the signs. Are you noticing anything? 
I didn't. I just noticed they were Cormion. Okay. You know, it's like, yeah, that. You should have noticed things. You know why? Because that is part of season six trivia, and it starts now. Oh, oh. my God. We're here. It's season six. It's the finale. We're here. And so it's time to quiz Diana about what do you remember from this past season? Oh, or pa- possibly past things of Supernatural because Sam's running down this alley and it's a sign that things are a dreamscape. He run past a sign for castle storage. I did see that. What no, is I that? The castle storage what sign. is castle storage? That is the storage location where um, where John Winchester had stored things. Pew, 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 pew. All right. That <sighs> is correct. All right. So this is the sound to you for that. <sighs> All right, that was your, that is Diana got a thing right. Okay, all right, the hotel that he goes to and he stops at—that's a night owl. Was that mm-hmm. in season six? I don't know. Yes. Pudding. Yes, that was correct. That was correct. Uh, that was it, they where they stayed at in episode five. Live for your twy oh. hard. As yes. a bonus, mm-hmm. can you remember have where else they stayed at? No, I remember the night owl. That was it. I don't remember. Uh, they they right. also stayed in that in season five, Fallen Idols, but the building was different. So uh, <sighs> that's just a, a wash. Okay. okay. All right. So now let's just go to, we're going to straight into season six music trivia, Diana's thing. Oh, All right. So we're going to talk about music from the season. Just a few questions. All right. Okay. Can you remember the name of the Rolling Stone song, which was also the name of the first episode of the season and i can give you a multiple choice if you want first episode of the season uh was it i want to say it's something like simple man but i don't think that's it is that it i don't know that's it. i forgot no, no. Uh, so I, so I'm going to give you a multiple choice question, and just in our last, I'll give you also a hint okay. that I taught when I, I purposely when I gave mentioned the it. intro to the episode, I talked about Rolling Stone songs. I mentioned it, so I'm going to give you some multiple choice. Maybe that'll ring a bell. All right. So is it a tumbling dice? B shine a light. C Exile on Main Street or D. That's rocks what it was. It's exile on Main Street. It was exile, exile on Main Street. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So that was that was great. Okay. That's why I was going simple man. I'm like, that's not wrong. But it was like I was trying to go with something when he was like in the domestic life. I knew that. Yes. And it, like it, I knew as soon as I said it, you would you would hear it. But uh, uh, but I purposely like we were like I said earlier, we're recording these back to back. I was like I was I dropping. I I may have dropped hints. You're giving for, me hints. I I may have purposely put some hints in that episode just so you know. All right. So your question number four: What song? feels like an appropriate Bobby theme song when played during his montage in episode four, Weekend at Bobby's. I mean, if you need a hint. Yeah, I need a hint. All right. This man had a pet goat named Smitty that he considered a calming influence. Does that help? No. (laughs) No, Would you like like another hint? Yeah. The song uses poker related metaphors to convey the idea of being down on your luck. Oh, was it uh The Gambler? It was the Gambler. Yeah. Hooray! I would love to have sex with you. <laughs> 
Uh, you didn't notice. Liz has a new soundboard. We, we, we there. Uh, thank you, Riverside, for I don't know, fucking sponsor us. I'll drop that shit if you want. Um, right. But yeah, I just found our new soundboard on Riverside and have spent our break uploading weird shit just for this game. Okay, Yay. so things that make Liz happy, I will take it. All right, mm-hmm. question number five. In episode five, we've. Our, I just love this episode. Live for your twice hard. What plays in the Black Rose while Kristen searches for Robert? Is it, would you, you, I'll give you multiple choice. You need that? Okay. Is it A, Outcast, Dracula's Wedding? B, Marilyn Manson's If I Was Your Vampire? C, The Misfits, Vampira? Or D, Bauhaus, Bella Lugosi's Bauhaus. Dead? It was Bauhaus, Bella Lugosi's Dead. Yes, yes, that is correct. And I also just made that that up. Thank you, ChatGPT, for helping me come up with top 20 songs that had things about vampires. I have incorporated those in a Spotify playlist that is now available for, for download. You can listen to that. All right. Your final music question. We still got a few questions after that. The final music one. What was the name Dean gave to the monsters created by Eve in episode 19, Mommy Dearest? Jefferson Starships. Jefferson Starships. You are correct. They're horrible (laughs) and hard to kill. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. All right. Question seven. She is the monster in episode six. You can't handle the truth. Name that monster. Hmm. You can have a hint if you want. Her, she loves cats. Does that help? You know the one? Yes. Her name means truth in Latin. Oh, shit. Is it, it's something about Veritas. That's it! Yeah. 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 yeah, you got yes. that right. Hooray! All right. Question number eight, but about episode nine. What were the things that everyone thought were aliens, although they actually might be aliens? Fairies. Fight the fairies! You fight those fairies! Yes, yes, it was fairies. That's very exciting. All right, also the name of the episode was Clap Your Hands If You Believe. That would have been your, that would have been your, uh, your hint. All right, number nine in episode 16. We learned that Eve has caused hunters to have to come across the best possible party. What type of party was that? Oh, werewolf party. Pudding. Well, it was werewolf dance party, but we'll, we'll take it. We'll take well, it. Dance party. Sorry. Werewolf dance party. Yeah. All right. And your final question for season six trivia. What was the best ship that ever was shipped in that ever was in episode 17? My heart will go on. Oh, you didn't have to go that far. It's Bobby and Ellen, obviously. Obviously, yes, yes, that is correct, and yes, that is what. If anything, season six did it brought us the idea of Bobby and Ellen together, and I just like to have that in my heart because I feel like that's the type of relationship we all want, right? We all want Bobby and Ellen. We do. All right, and that's my Mm. Hallmark movie pitch. So Jensen, take that to Candace Cameron, and y'all have a thing. okay so now let's for real get into this shit yeah so sam's running from the cops and 
Yeah, I could do. And ends up going into the delivery entrance to a bar. And the bartender's like, uh, we're closed. We open again at noon. You got to go. He's like, no, no, no. I just need to chill for a minute. And she is very agreeable to this. But also partially because she realizes the cops are after him. And she's like, what the fuck does this guy do? Which is a reasonable response. I'm also just, my other say is like, you don't understand. I'm a hot, sexy, bad boy. I just need a minute to think. I don't know my name. I don't remember anything. And she looks reasonably concerned. She does look reasonably concerned. She's like, okay, well, if you're a blank slate with no idea, no wallet, uh, have a beer and let's go to the hospital. What? (laughs) It's very weird. You've got a head injury. It seems like you may have a problem. I want to take you to a doctor. Would you like some alcohol? And also, why are the chops, cops chasing you? Oh, one of them woke you up on a park bench. You don't know how you got there, and you knocked two of them out cold. So you assaulted oh. two cops. Oh, okay, so you discriminated here. a felony. Cool, 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 cool. And you just want to you want to hang out here. And, all right. And all you right. don't know why. And you don't know why you did it. But you just but you know how you just oh fine, fine. Yes, have more alcohol, sir. Um okay. Very reasonable response. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And uh, so I'm just gonna talk about your bowel movements and tell you that relax, you can't poop it out. It will come to you. And it I think that this you. is sometimes you just know things that you include in your professional life. So I think the next time that I had to write executive summary to some C-suite executive, it would be like, if you can't think about what to do during this crisis, you can't poop it out. <laughs> I'm not going to file that one away. No, no, you're not going to use that in no. email. That's not going to be like not. your, your mm-hmm. signature going off. <laughs> you just up. No. It's not going to be in your hat. <sighs> your, your little your title is no all right Uh, so what does come to him he sees a lovecraft novel on the shelf happens to be the hunter hunter in the dark and hunter it's hunter hunter Hunter. so hunter in the dark and i have note of it because i had to look at it multiple times when i wrote about this episode last to make sure and it's just a weird word it is i don't like haunter of the dark so fuck you lovecraft because you fucked yeah. us up there so you piece raise this piece of shit but i do like the bartender's bracelet selection i think she's got mm-hmm. a very nice like she has that calm like like stud to like leather like ratio that Balance. i would always like to get to make it looks like it's not a big deal but like she clearly like puts that on every day and i like it yeah, but it makes Sam remember things when he picks this book up. And he has a little flash about the Night Owl Hotel and something about Dean and Lovecraft. So he's going to look this, he's going to borrow her laptop to look this motel up. And uh, she thinks he may be a gigolo. Yeah. And I think reasonable. that's a reasonable thing. When I have looked up hookers in other towns, they often look like Jared Padalecki. Is that what happens? Um, if you ever want something fun to do, um, I highly suggest looking up angels for cowboys or cowboy. No, cowboys for angels. Put that into your Google search. I'm I'm not, but thank you for the suggestion. They have, they exist in Dallas. I am certain they do. (laughs) I have no doubt in my mind. And so he's like, oh, I have to go to this motel. She's like, no, no, really. I still think you need to go to the hospital. Uh, But if you're not going to go to the hospital, I will drive you to this motel. What? That's in so you're like, just gonna, like two get, towns over. So you're just going to get in the car with the crazy dude. Okay. With the admitted felon that has no felon. memory at all. He doesn't get into this car, but you don't know it's his, right? Because like he goes outside and he's like, yeah, that's my car. Oh, no, no. We're not we're there, not there yet. Yet. They, haven't found we have, they haven't found his car yet. We haven't found that yet. I'm sorry. We like, we just no, automatically, okay. look, sorry, we don't even get to the car part, right? We just jump to the hotel. 
Yeah, so they get to the car, even though she's crazy and doesn't know him, they go to the motel, and he's like, oh, I recognize that fire escape. And that is okay. the coolest sign, though. The Night Owl Hotel, like, cool I want it on a t-shirt. It's really cool. I think I actually have, like, a very old, like, sleep t-shirt, like, you know, like, that I, I kept this, like, a size, like, 13 years ago, but, like, it's, like, the softest and the best, like, shirt, yeah. and it says, like, hoot something, like, it's got owls on it, yeah, it needs to be on a shirt. Owls just make good pajamas, they do. Yeah, they do. So they get to this place and they decide to go inside and he's going to borrow her credit card, not to check in, but to break into a hotel room. fucking security, I guess, is 2011, but Jesus fucking Christ. If I can just like slip into this room with with a credit card. That's very questionable. Don't. That looks like the hotels that were in the town where I went ghost hunting at. And we like looked at them. They're like, would you like to stay here? And when I was talking to the the people who ran the the ghost hunt, they're like, oh, we used to stay there, but we stopped because it was always dirty and like they're like, but it was fine but i mean like you know, there was like you know the roaches and like you know the tv never worked and i'm like huh it's an hour and a half back red bull red bull cool <sighs> anyhow so all right so she they get into this room and what do we have in this room full-on murder walls pretty epic ones it's a really good it's murder, murder, room, hotel, murder wall hotel room. yeah and she calls it Beautiful Mind Meets Seven. It is. And she's still on board with this. It's still kind of creepy. And Until she finds the stack of IDs. She does. And he's on his IDs. Yeah, a lot of IDs. Jimmy Page, uh, Neil Peart, Angus Young. So she obviously knows that these are all fucking fake because it's a stack of his own IDs with different names of famous rock stars. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy Page was who? And was, oh, come on, Dan. That's Zeppelin. We only fucking hate Zeppelin. Pert was yeah. Rush. Ugh. And then Angus Young was the dead singer from ACDC. Yeah. But they've all so, been used in previous episodes. So there's other yeah. things that are like have now been, if Hinting you're watching this, like you're like, yeah. this is not real Z's. Did you know? Yeah, did so, you, okay, I guess at your point as a viewer, were you uh-huh. thinking it was real Z's? I still kind of did, but at this point, you're starting to question. Okay. And when he sees Sam sees a picture of our famous Doctor Viziak on the wall, he starts having visions of her and falls out. And I just point out that he hasn't really, which is weird because he's not really had Sam never really had any interactions with her. No, but this is I think you were gonna see that he's remembering the memory that he was just having. Like he was just like this is a memory he just had. So right, just of course. I just thought it was interesting. That That's he's... fair. It's fair. Um, but yeah, the poor SFU professor is missing. Damn it, Dr. Eleanor, where are you? Who is taking you? And so we cut to an alley. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I just feel like Stratton music should be playing. And so like, they're all three of them are like walking down his alley. Walking down alley. <laughs> Snapping the fingers. Sam, Dean, and Bobby. And they're trying to find, they're supposed to be meeting Dr. Viziak, but they, Bobby's calling her and they hear her phone, which is not a good sign. Mm. It's on the ground, and they find her very bloody and injured behind a dumpster. She has a hole in her belly. Yeah. And ends up, basically, the long story short we get is they took her, she got away, but uh, the demon she could have handled, but when the angel stepped in, dot, dot, dot. That's just awful. That's just awful. But she's like, hey, if you would like to know the recipe to how to open the door to purgatory, here you go. You need because a I already told the because I already told Castiel and Crowley. Hey Dan, you need a quarter cup of virgin's blood. You need a quarter cup of purgatory native. Hey, that's me. And then you mm-hmm. need the moon of the eclipse. Oh wait, we so we got time. We got time. 
It's still mm-hmm. daytime. Tomorrow. Yeah. And then she apologized to Bobby and died. <laughs> no! Avenge me! She should have said avenge me. You should yeah. avenge her, Bobby. And Castiel shows up. And he's apologizing, saying that Crowley got he carried away. He has the nerve to flap mm. in. Like, this Mm-mm. is not, again, not the read time, the sir. room. Not read the, the room. Time. You don't just flap in and be like, I'm sorry, like your mama baby died or like whatever is happening here. Like, it's not your place, Cass. You need to butt the fuck out. You're not being, mm, it's mm-hmm. not good. It's not good. And Bobby's just like, hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. And Dean's like pissed he's like casual you came and see how off the rails you are but castiel is also pissed he's like uh this is enough you can't you know you can't see or understand what i'm doing you need to go the fuck home and let me stop Raphael. but obviously that's not gonna happen so Cass is like well i wish it didn't come to this when it's over i'll save sam but only if dean stands down what what i'm sorry what save sam for what 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 and then he brain boops him. <gasps> oh. Oh, Cass, Cass did something bad. Mm-mm. So. Crossing a line, sir. Yeah. Crossing yep. a line. You're just fucking with my family now. And you don't fucking my mm-hmm. family. And like, and I, like, I, this is not good. Like, any of it, all of this is bad. And so now we go back we to know Sam's to Sam. world. Yep. So we're in Sam's head, basically. And he's with the bartender. Robin is her name, by the way. They don't, it's not very clear, but that's her name. Yeah, that's I guess they kind of come in and out of it. I'm really whatever. And he knows, he kind of snaps out of it after having this vision. And he remembers his name is Sam. And she's like, what else do you remember? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I was just two guys. One looked like a male model. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, other yeah, one's yeah. older named Bobby. That was so funny. I was dying. Yep, he's just got a male model and an older guy named Bobby. And oh, so he's got an address book and it's Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He knows where Bobby Singer lives. And she's like, finally, Robin's like, look, this is too much. I, I'm going to have to like hop off this crazy train. Time to go. Yeah. Time to go. Run away, Robin. That's what you should be doing. If you're a normal chick, you uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and Sam's like, it's cool. There's car keys here. I guess I have a car. Let's go outside. Oh, here's baby. This is my car. Yay. Yay How do you know? I don't know. But he does. So, which is also another sign, like, where you're confirmed. Like, if you had any question if this was in his head or not, you know it is because... But they didn't do this in the last part, which is why I got confused. Because I was... I really thought that the last part was... It's not... I don't know. It's... Mm-mm. So she's like, look, you just can't go off like this. I've got a bad feeling about all this. But he, he hears somebody cock a gun. Shots, shots fired. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. And right when, a, right when the shot is, rings out, he tackles her and saves them both. But um, he looks over and it's this is this gets real creepy. I don't it's like him. This. He shot himself. Sam shot himself. Yes! Wait, wait, yeah. wait, there's now there's two Sams. What the fuck is happening? Okay, and now we're just cutting to Sam sleeping on the cot and fuck my life. Like I have been spending so much time looking at beds, and Sam was like lying on this cot. I was looking at the frames, be like, is that frame iron? Is that like is that just a mattress? Like, does that have like any coils in it? And I was like, Well, it looks pretty shitty, but then if you stare at it, it looks kind of comfortable. I mean it's like a feather down thing but allergic feather down but you know you can put some sheets on that shit because he's just lying on this thing with like no mattress pad and that Jared Padalecki slash Sam Winchester is really huge and he's probably sweating a lot and that's just a lot of man sweat man sweat and then damn it back to the show okay (laughs) 
<laughs> so this is where it's confirmed to me that it's all in his head. And, but, and we also noticed that Bobby's bunker, it has way more sigils on the walls than it used to. Yeah, they, so I guess they these are the angel, they're game. keeping the angels out. Yeah, and I think, you know, as I kind of hinted, you know, in this episode, we really see these things, like, step up. And the set mm -hmm. designer, I'm sorry, your name is in the book that's underneath something over here, and I can't dig it out. But um, or the designer was talking about, you know, really how, like, she was developing the sigils from real things, but faking them, like, just, like, a little bit, which is all know how you invoke shit. Like, just make shit up from whole. But then, like, then I'm just like, well, then you become Lovecraft, right? And you're just making, and, like, and then you're just still making up shit. And, like, so like this is round and round so like yeah maybe she started all the chaos like maybe this is why like the last like seven years have happened just because of these signs that were put together on the fucking walls of supernatural maybe so thanks for well, we got bitch <laughs> oh well, we got whiskey and a notepad and a radio this is our big zoom in entry here so we know they're just drinking their feelings again but Bobby and Dean are kind of talking, and we, oh, we find also out have Rolling Stones again too. Oh, do we hear too? Oh, yeah, yeah, play, play with, with fire is playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had it noted a minute down. Yeah, play with fire is playing, and we find out that what what did what did Castiel do to Sam? I think the girl across the street just took a picture. Sorry, like we're gonna have to pause here, but the girl across. So somebody is watering the house across the street, and she uh -huh. just took my picture. <laughs> I have no shades. So this you can see me very clearly. I'm very in front of a very large bay window, and there is a giant ring light on me with a camera on it. And the chick just across the street just took a picture of me. She probably thinks you're a big deal. I don't know. But anyways, um, my neighbors, your, water is, your lawn is getting watered. Okay, so sorry. Let's rewind and go back. But I had to mention <laughs> that. If, like, you're in, like, uh, San Antonio, I don't know, like, where the... Where that's going to get posted, probably on TikTok or something, but or Snapchat because I'm too, yeah, I don't know. Oh. Sorry, go on. So we we learn here is what what did Castiel do to Sam? He broke the wall. <gasps> so now we know why Sam is out. It's not because Castiel did like did something new to him necessarily he broke down the wall that blocked his memories of his hell and his bad year his which and which we have all known and has been could like, make him insane we, and i'm him. surprised did they was that in the, the flashback do they have the the flashback to like the if this falls you'll die I don't remember they should have. So if you forgot, like you know, if this if this breaks, Sam. Well, oh, you turn to mush. Your brain goes to mush. You're going to go to mush, and so this is what we think is happening. And Bobby has a solution, and it's whiskey. Of course it is, and but Bobby's <laughs> pissed too. It, but Bobby's also mad at Dean because Dean's like holding a vigil by Sam's side, which is commendable. But also, they've still got to solve this purgatory shit. And Bobby's like, look, I'm down one man. I can't be down two. Purgatory's popping in 16 hours. We got to fucking go, brah. And but at least Dean's like, time, but we don't have any leads. Right? I don't know what to do. <sighs> yeah. So let's just drink some whiskey and we'll figure it out. And you got to think about what would Sam do? That's about really what Bobby says. Bobby mm -hmm. wants Dean to put on a bracelet, wants to print out a thing. And then just say WWSD. Yeah. yeah. What would Sam do? So we cut back to in, inside Sam's head, though, and he's driving and he makes a comment that it smells like whiskey. 
which is interesting. So he's smelling what's happening in real life around him in the bunker. Or just um, maybe baby smells a fuck ton like whiskey. Because well, I'm pretty the bartender, sure that Maybe car... she had a bunch of whiskey. Oh, oh, she yeah. probably spilled the, a bunch of whiskey on her shoes. Bar, like, I'm pretty sure this car smells <laughs> like booze and sweat and farts. Yeah. Booze and sweat so, and, and farts. That's a baby smell. And she's pretty upset, though. Robin's upset. Because she's like, uh, we need to, you know, I don't trust your friends. This is super fucking sketch. Who's shot at us? But yeah, no, she, she seems fine. Like with everything, but she's like scary, but it's like, this is fine. That's very weird. Mm. Very weird. So as we see Dean is in a bunker flashing a flashlight in Sam's eyes as he's driving, suddenly he sees a bright flash of light, but then also he slams on the brakes and it's daytime now. And he notices this. This is the first time like, we all, we've commented about this about like their time of like yeah. day night. Sometimes doesn't sometimes seems a little bit mm, exaggerated. We drove but, seventeen hours and it's been night the whole time. Yeah, we have kept up like with that. the sun. But it's hilarious because in this one he's like, "Oh, it's daylight now." And she's <gasps> like, "Yeah, it's always been daylight." And I'm like, what? "Oh no, no, yep, no, no, it was night. It was definitely night." So that's kind of an interesting, I think that was like a big, big, big hint to him as he's slowly figuring out that something's not right. Yep. This was a hint to him for sure. Uh, so he hears a noise in the woods because he's like, you can't go, but he's going to, so, but where does he go when he hears the noise in the wood? He knows what he's got to go check. <sighs> Good old trunk. Trunk hey, is always trunk. there for you. He does. He goes and he goes and tests out trunk. Hi, trunk. And mm-hmm. he's also so happy, and he picks up a pump shotgun. That's that's what he picked out of. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Whatever. A decent option. Uh, yeah, I that's guess. A yeah, option. fine. It's a, it's a very. He it's also a very the, uh, like, and once option. again, he also used the other sawed off, like the like to hold up the trunk. Like he was yeah. just like, we're just gonna use a gun to hold up this. That seems fine. Great mm-hmm. idea. So he goes into the woods to find out what was stalking him, and it finds himself, who ran, manages to put a gun to his neck and take his shotgun and empty the shotgun shells from it. Okay, so also he's in these woods, right? And he's in these woods, and they looked really great. And so I went and looked up where they were. So where they're at is a place that's called Panther Paintball. And if you guys don't know, and we mentioned it before, but I don't know, maybe you haven't listened to all our episodes. Like Panther was Diana's derby name, so she was Panther, Panther City Panther Princess. Princess. So um, this place is Poor actually man. awesome. And so they don't offer private games. It's just this giant airsoft like place up in British Columbia. And so, um, basically they see anywhere, like they only open on the weekends and they see anywhere from 60 to 200 players that come out on Saturday and Sunday. And the whole place is just like all these different like sets and shit because it's been used for a lot of movies and everybody just like drops in and then you just like can like play paintball or airsoft with each other. And like, so it just seems like a really good time. And I also saw a review that said that chicks were free and I thought that was the thing that was interesting. So if you're a chick in British Columbia, go play airsoft airsoft gun for free like get something for like a little like lesser paid uh they also do things like on sunday july 30th there's gonna be a turf war and like they're gonna have like three teams they'll be competing for control over time constrained objective sites and then they have lunch Hmm. and then at lunch the spawns objectives will change and the game runs for the most of the day and at 4 p.m the the end will the ends with cqb and whatever that means and it costs 30 dollars plus tax to do that so if you're in british columbia go do that that looks like a lot of fun. Huh. Sure. Panther paintball. 
Panther paintball. And I bet so, it's a lot less hot up there. Like that seems like because right yeah. now I feel like do you want to go play like play paintball? I'll be like fuck you. But like British Columbia, I'm like that sounds fun. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, so that's why Sam these, these woods though, but like these woods, like they look very like obviously they're with the lately seas for reductions, but they they're very I don't say specific, but it's I don't know, they look very television y. Like I sure. think on purpose. I'm just not a woods person. Like it takes a lot. They gotta be really fucking magical woods for me to say they look like to me it'd be like those were lovely woods. Like I'm just not a woodsy person. I, I love woods. Oh my god, that's yeah. It's the woods. What is wrong with you? It's nature just wonderful i like nature i just don't like being, i think they have to be really magical woods for them to stand <laughs> all right to all right so in our all magical right. woods which is the air the like where people are like pew, 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 there's like a paintball thing like behind them right paintball game is going on behind the scene but basically um we get a very a very well written dialogue exchange i think between sam and what i call sam too so which I is call, murder sam yeah i call so i've got soul sam and soulless sam because we all know well, I, I didn't think know so. that yet so yeah. it's hard um and so i also kind of thought of this like the other one i was thinking of the comic book this one i think of as like a video game right and i feel like it's a video game where you're going through and you're collecting weapons and like you're doing like an rpg and you're like scrolling through what okay. weapons you're going to choose yeah. and so soul sam he chose a pump action sawed off shotgun and the soulless sam is now he has chosen a semi-automatic pistol um right that's what he has chosen so i feel like that's the game that we're playing now yeah and i think it's pretty funny when they are going back and forth and he's like uh normally you're awake when you're tripping balls <laughs> so that was a pretty funny line it was what sam too tells actual sam yep, soulless yep. sam tells sam <laughs> But basically, he's like, you know, he, this is where Stolas Sam tells Sam that the wall has crumbled. The wall is gone and uh, your soul has basically shattered into multiple pieces. And he's so, also just negging himself. He's just like, uh, you're a fucking pussy. That's why this fucking happening to oh, you. Yeah. Like, if you were like a stronger dude. Like, you wouldn't be like crawling mm-hmm. like a little bitch on this. Like, and he's just like, go fuck me. And I'm just like, you hate yourself, Sam. Like, I think we need to break this <laughs> down a little bit more. Why do you hate yourself so much? Oh, you're so broken. It's hot. Okay, I like this. Go on. <laughs> So basically, Soul of Sam is talking about how the soul is, uh, souls make you weak and it's a liability. So he's actually sharper and stronger than Sam because he doesn't have a soul. Woo, fair point. Yeah. But then he's like, so, but yeah, so somebody's got to take charge and gets ready to start shooting Sam. But Sam makes it, makes it pretty good get us get away, runs away, which I'm actually fairly impressed with his agility on this getaway. Yeah, cause I also um, have in my noise, my notes, how much noise does Jared Padalecki make stomping through the woods? Oh I God. mean, were there sightings of Bigfoot yeah, in Vancouver that week? And he's just like, ah, like, I'm sorry. He is a very large man and I can't see him mm-hmm. being stuffy in the woods. But, not soulless Sam. Sam actually is pretty good and like sets a trap and com- makes the soulless guy think that he's like hiding by the creek still, but he's not. He's gonna sneak up and shoot soulless Sam in the back, which is pretty fucking cold blooded. I'm gross. just saying. That's just gross. It's not a good move. Like, yeah, okay, fine. Like you shoot yourself in the back. But what like, other choice do you also, have? What you the just fuck does that say if you shoot yourself in the back? Like, I, I mean, there's like, some psychological ramifications. That's here. like thousands of dollars of therapy right there. It is. It's a lot. It's very expensive. Probably less expensive than spending some time in hell, though. 
So we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right. And so, like, finally, like, he falls down. And then we get, like, a very, like, breathing heavy Soul Sam. And then, Soul, and then like, yeah, or what? And then, like, Soul Sam is just like, uh uh-huh. You think I'm bad? I'm bad. Like, wait until you meet the other one. What? Mm-hmm. There's another one? Yeah. And Sam get absorbs the soulless Sam's piece of his soul. I don't know. It's weird, but he does. Yeah, he sucks and in his he other. He gets half. all the so memories. He sucks himself off. And but then I'm also like on my notes is like, wait, there's another darker Sam. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So there's so like another Sam that's even more emotionally unavailable than the first one. <gasps> Fuck yeah, bring it on, motherfuckers! All right. So after he like sucks in himself, um, then we cut back now to him. He goes, the- he, yeah, he goes. He's writhing around on the cot, but then he goes back to the car and he remembers who Robin is. Oh. This is dark because he remembers everything from the past year now, it or when he was still. So- dark but also she's much hotter because she's hanging out in the car and like she just has like her resting like i'll kill you face which is like the the next level from bitch face like it's the next one just like where we can just kill you with our eyes Mm -hmm. and that's she knows she knows she's like i know what you did to me motherfucker it's time for you to recognize what you did what did you do sam winchester what did you do uh, she was being used as a hostage, and he just shot her as a hostage. <gasps> to like get to a demon, to get the, just to get rid he of them. Just, just like get rid you, of them, he just demon. shot through her. Yeah, it's <gasps> like fuck it. Oh, you're gonna use her as a hostage? Well, you get no leverage. I will just kill her and be done and kill the human. Damn, that's fucking harsh. And as soon as he remembers this, she starts bleeding from the stomach, and she's like, "I told you to turn back, and you might not like what you found." yeah and then he's just like he's sorry i'm sorry and she's just like not as sorry as you're gonna be and so we have more foreshadowing like we're not done yet okay we thought this was it right like wasn't she it like you killed a human it gonna get worse okay okay all right but wait there's There's more more. but wait there's more and so we're gonna go back but now we're at bobby's all right and dean is just i need to figure out what i'm gonna do so i am just gonna drink some whiskey so whiskey is gonna really help me like figure out what i need to do okay and Bobby has Balthazar with him. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And he's just really glad that they got their angel proofing right finally. Because he can't get into that bunker. And Dean immediately starts giving him shit about how long it took. And really, Dean, you mm-hmm. need to shut the fuck up. Like, at some point, like, you need to, like, slow yeah, your roll. be grateful about something. Yeah, because he's Balthazar has some really righteous points about why he thought about double-crossing them. Yeah, he's like, look, we're really crossing a very powerful, betraying our very powerful friend. And so whatever, here's a note with the location of Castiel and Crowley. So you get what you want anyways, but chill the fuck out. Yeah. And so it's like we know Balthazar is betraying like his friend and it's for like this. And brother. This is like, and that's something that's been going on for millennia, right? So it's, this is very hard. But then Mm -hmm. speaking of very hard, we cut to the lab. And we've got <laughs> Castiel and Crowley. And Crowley has a very fancy glass bottle of blood. It's their virgin blood. No, I thought it looks like my like what I have on my ninja, like for like making smoothies oh. when you want to make them. Like you don't want to make the entire <laughs> blender of smoothies and you just make like that little cup. That was what it <gasps> looked like to me. Like it was this ninja like blood smoothie. 
Okay, well, maybe not. Uh, but Castiel seems very sad, but he's not sad. He's just being very stoic because he wants to renegotiate the fucking deal. Bra, it is too late to renegotiate the deal. And he's like, yeah, Crowley, you get nothing. What? That's it. That's the deal. Double cross. Double cross. All right. So we've got, we've got a shocking surprise of the season. Cast double cross Crowley. (gasps) What? The angel. Yeah. Not cool. He's like, yeah, I'm neither stupid nor wicked. So you can, he tells Crowley that he can flee or die. Flee and he says or that die. Repeatedly. Repeat. Crowley's like, even I don't break contracts like this dickhead. Also, but though, like, Crowley, when he was, like, giving them shit, he very specifically tells Castiel that he is the bottom in this relationship. Once again, we have things that are very specifically being spelled out. He fucking said that Cass was the bottom. Just leaving that there. All right. Hooray. So glad you went there. But again... Flee or die, flee or die. So he flees. And we cut to Reasonable. the Haunted Mansion at Disney. AKA Bobby's house in a fire hazard setting. I am so because- very <laughs> uncomfortable. That is all this says so here. It's just fire. like there's, there's a lot of sheets, sheets everywhere. <laughs> there's like so candles. many candles not on like any kind of like there's safe nothing co- stopping I, through not- them. Like I'm just I'm concerned. I'm just I'm hyper maybe this is I told like I've been having a lot of like you know a lot of anxiety this week and maybe it's because of this. Let's <laughs> go do it. Let's go do it. Someone please oh. give them some re- like the electric candles. Thank you, please. But it's no, yeah. it's or at it's, least just some good like holders underneath them to keep like anything. Just take the sheets away. Nice. Why are the sheets? Yeah. Why do you have the extra? I want to recreate the Chicago fire. Like that's all I think here. Like this is how the cow like dies. Anyways, I know that's not the story, but whatever. All right. So what's sitting at the desk? It's it's not a monster. But the desk is like in the kitchen though. It's very weird. I don't know. It's, it's in a head. It's a fi- very fucked up head, and it's another it's, Sam. It's, it's another Sam with, but he's got his hands sitting like, like the way his hands are sitting is very odd on the table. And then there's a knife like two inches to to the side of it. It's very odd. I don't know. And I don't know what's happening here. It's just weird. It's uncomfortable. And we ask, he, Sam asks which one he is. So I call this Sam three and he stands up and we see he's all bloody and beat. It's like, I'm the one who remembers hell. Rut row. I just call him Hell Sam. And I just like, he's like, I'm the Sam that lost part of my face. I'm the Sam that makes me think of uncomfortable burn victim things. Okay. So it's all very bad. It looks awful. And it's going to get worse though. All right. And so we're going to cut though to Bobby. And Bobby is packing up weapons. And Dean decides mm-hmm. that his best course of action is I'm going to leave Sam a note. What the and fuck? he's got like, the address of where they're leave. going. Like, okay, well, he like, has faith that Sam's going to wake up. I think it's really sweet. Like, you were That's going stupid. away on like a not long vacation. It's short, short, right? And you were right. upset and concerned about leaving your dog for how long alone? That's how often? Like how long is it? Like really like – and he's just like – he's just going to leave a note for the guy who is clearly had like hell – like his hellscape removed. Yeah. But that's what Sam would want him to do. He wants him to Sam go want save the day. That's what he wants. But he'd want him to go. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. What else do you do? What else do you do? So <laughs> he gives him, he tells him where they're going, and here's a note for to meet him. 
and he and leaves him a address and a pistol. Yeah, you, you also like you're gonna wake up. There's a gun next to your face. Let him know. After 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 that's a just, psychotic that's break, that's how I calmly wake up. Just like what the fuck? There's, why there's is there a, a note? Like a, a note gun, and a gun. A gun like, after having after having a, a nod, total like meltdown. A, a nuzzle. What the fucking word I'm looking for? What do you got? A, a muzzle. muzzle. <laughs> it's just like pointed at your face, and that's what you see when you wake up. Very reassuring. Very calming. Just so calming. Very nice. Thanks, Dean. Well, Hell Sam tells Sam that he wishes that he hadn't come. And basically, like, uh, Sam's figured out, like, his body's still in the real world. So that's why he came to the house, because he feels like he could just go to his body and that'll be better. Because it smells like Old Spice and whiskey. And that's how he knows he's at Bobby's, because Old Spice and whiskey. And I was like, I can smell Bobby's house now. I love, I do love that. Like, you know, like, you know the smell. Yeah. So, uh... He's like, yeah, but you have to go through Hell Sam first and put yourself back together. We have That's to merge. We have to merge. It's so weird. It's so, it's weird. so gross. It's like, really weird. You have I've to, also like... got a bitch about it. This seems like there's only, there seems like very anticlimactic, not anticlimactic, but I'm like, well, it's this huge thing. You got to get through all these layers of your soul. There's two. Just saying, there's two. Like, this like is your Triwizard like Tournament to become the champion. You must run and you must become know. one with your Hell Sam. Uh, but you know what Hell Sam thinks you should do is like you should just find that bartender and Jess. And ooh, Hell Sam got a little poly on him. It's nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I like where you're going. Keep going, Hell Sam. He's like, yeah, you just find it. them. And then Hell Sam is like, fine, here's the knife. Yeah, like don't shoot me. Here's I don't I don't I'm not gonna be gonna fight back. Here's a knife. You're good. Just shoot me. It's or stab me. It's cool. It's your last chance. And wishes him luck. So Sam stabs him. Yeah, and then I'm just kind of like, okay, this is where I was like, maybe Sam's brain is just, and I was thinking like a pessimist, but I was I noted like I'm not sure that's a quite word, right? Because these are all things that like this is inside his brain, right? Right. So his brain thinks that you are too weak, you're too much of a pussy to take what happened to you in hell. So, but to me is like, could he just like kind of like do like some Lizzo therapy or something just to like boost himself up to like, you know, handle the hellscape? Like you have to be such like this sad face of like, I just can't take the hell. I'm just going to crumble. Like, what if you just like kind of, you know, like I can do this like huzzah and like you have like a montage and then, you know, like you take on your hell thing. You don't have to collapse. I mean, think I positive. Guess. Sure. No. Think positive. Think positive. That's not the way to. Okay. No, I'm just teasing. Right. Now, I just thought it was weird. I just thought it was a weird, like, series of challenges being just the two. I felt like it would, like, should have well, been. Well, and then also he stabs himself. With the concept. Like, oh, yeah, and that's really dark, that's too. Do it like weird. that hands on, that then, close. It's very odd. And then I was just like, and he then, sucks himself in. This is when I go, and this is when his trip just gets really bad because, like, it's. Well. God, Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I just said, like, it was the bad, like, like, um, almost like the dance party part of his trip where, like, everything just starts going very, like, came up to him. And it's like, wah, wah, as he's just, like, lying there and, like, trying to get through it. That's the best way I could think of describing it. Yeah. I guess, I, I mean, my thing, too, is, though, like, you'd think that if you're defeating these parts of yourself that were negative and taking them on and being able to absorb that, that it would be like a, like a, a, a mental defeat of them as well. 
I don't know, like even though you're taking on the <sighs> memories that you're able to process it because you defeated it. I don't know. It just seemed like it was a very like, it seems like a shortened metaphor. It seems like a very shortened version of, of the but metaphor. It's almost like, you know, you're the teenage girl and you have, I was talking about this with a friend of mine tonight, but what like we thought about like girls in the 90s, like, you know, these supermodels of them. And she's like, oh, I think it's art and fashion. And I'm like, I think these are girls that made me have an eating disorder and like, and be like all these like negative things about them. Right. And it's all about this perspective perspective of like what this negative self like you can take this and you can become a part of like you're like you're putting it as part of yourself and negative sam is just taking all of this and he's just putting more negative parts on himself like i don't feel like he's yeah. dealing with any of them he's just like becoming darker and becoming more miserable and annoying like if you like just like fuck them off away it'd be different right he's not like yeah. like defeating them and fucking them off he's like i'm just gonna make this like sad Absorbing part him. of me like, okay. you sad or... yeah i guess you know he's, i don't know i don't know All right, but I we're gonna cut to the cast and his nutra shake he's <laughs> got he's got his nutra bullet his nutra bullet of blood it's just yeah. there and balthazar's there he and is. and Cass is like hey balti dean's on his way that's not good and by the way, he's on his way because we've got a Judas. Hmm. I wonder who that could have been. And I like that Balthazar says, holy hell. I don't know why. I was just very tickled by that choice. Well, I also love, you know, he's claiming he, Balthazar is, Balti is doing my favorite defense, the shaggy defense. It wasn't me. Like, I appreciate this as if you're going to lie to your friends, always a good one. Wasn't me. You can't prove it. But, you know, Cass is like seeing through it. But this is also where I really like kind of plays in like it sucks to be an angel. And I think it's you'll see this more later as we get through this is like this is what happens when you have like I don't know if it's like a militaristic thing that heaven is becoming. But basically like you're like what I had to choose between this douchebag Castiel and this douchebag Raphael. Like and Balthazar yeah. is just stuck between you know stuck between a Raphael and a Castiel and he don't know what to do. Well and he wants a Castiel but Castiel's gone off. But Castiel yeah it's like well fuck like you're you're my friend but I can't support you right now like you're being it's a douchebag like i'm sorry yeah. sometimes your friendship just can't go past this right mm -mm. no but Cass wants to give a monologue about it about everybody's against me man no one understands yeah man. yeah and then he yeah. kills and then he kills balthazar and when he stabbed him with this, like, as also he says, like, I'll always have you. And then he, like, dickishly, like, stabs him. And I actually, like, really like Balthasar and his nice. his sexy t-shirts and his little his little blazer. Like, we'll all miss you. Sexy little oh, bit of chest hair, little things. But so when the lights go off in this building, this was the most lights I've ever used in any supernatural effect. It was 270,000 watts of lighting, which is the last <laughs> time it was the most was when they had the... Uh, 18 wheeler wreck and that was 250,000 watts but so this like that flash that goes through the house which lasts for like two yeah. seconds was the most like probably was not the most expensive but at least the most amount of lighting was ever done. interesting cool right i like it yeah well bobby and dean in baby roll up to the address that they had gotten from balthazar and it's a full moon we're getting ready to have our eclipse and Bobby's like, oh yeah, there's a there's a whole lot of uh, guards there, but they're not demons, they're angels. <gasps> what? Mm. So Bobby's like, we're gonna ninja our way in. <laughs> I like that Dean makes a comment about his knees squeaking. Yeah, which is also like, but like, hey, like, 
I kind of feel I'm not exactly sure Bobby's age during this. And I think it's a little older than we are, but it's not that much mm-hmm. older. And I kind of feel like Bobby right now. I'm like, I'll be fine. Shut up. I'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, shut up. My knee's going to make noise. Whatever. So, but they start hearing like a weird, like a thrumming and kind of a booming thrumming. sound. <laughs> the And the paddle starts vibrating, right? So we've got, very, wa- very we've got water, Park. but it's very just very, it's like, oh no, it's a T-Rex. Yeah. It's not a T-Rex with little arms, sadly enough. It is, a fr- as I wrote, a freaking ton of cock smoke demons. Oh, I wrote a buttload of demon smoke. There we go. Mm-hmm. And they are so much, so many that they are blocking out the moon, not the eclipse. And then they, so Dean and Bobby have to get into baby for protection. And these fucking assholes throw baby around. Yeah, they fucking, they like, it's almost like I was looking and... I had a lot of cat litter things this week, and there is a cat litter, which is pretty much like the <gasps> robot version of it, but pretty much like it's a tumbler, right? So that's how uh-huh. it, the automatic sifter is. It's just like kind of like an octagon shape. Right. And so like you have the sifter in it and you roll it over, and that's how you like clean the, the kitty litter. So like the clumping sure. thing stops, like and the clean litter falls to the bottom. And that's all I could think of as his car was like rolling over. I was like, Tumbling that's just around. like the kitty litter rolling over and over. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, but they're fine, I guess. They're fine, <laughs> they're fine. I guess. So we go back. We go uh, inside to Cass and Crowley, and Cass is reading over what they need, and he hears this commotion. And uh, oh, sorry, just Cass is in there. Crowley shows up, yep. and he's like, "Yeah, don't underestimate the king of hell, motherfucker. That's Look right. at all my demons. I got. We're ready." Yeah, some boy's like, "I'm back. I am unsmiteable." Cass tried me, mm-hmm. and Cass is like, Try "That's it. fine." And like, hand to the forehead, talk to the hand. And when he tries to talk to the hand, like nothing happens. Mm. But who flaps in? It's Raphael <laughs> in a in a in in the female vessel yes and she's in another vessel is also uh there was something in the book about how like she was really cool to like she was really happy to play this um uh, but so most importantly though crowley uses the word scatological and um i love it when you talk dirty crowley and diana can you tell me what the word scatological means if you hadn't asked i could i know the word what's it mean blanking. i'm blanking it's about poop. It's yeah. about poop. Scat yeah. is poop. And so poop. it's about relating to excrement or excremental functions. So Crowley tells my boy, tells Cass in no uncertain words, he tells his boyfriend that, hey, I know you were talking about Raphael and you were calling him a piece of shit or whatever. But mm-hmm. he uses yeah. it in the very, like, it's just so nice when they make it like, you, can, you mm-hmm. don't know that this is like I'm really insulting you, but you only know I'm insulting you if you know what the word scat scatological means. Oh yeah. So, but Crowley's like, yeah, I found Raphael quite reasonable. Hmm. But and so now, now Cass thinks it's a good idea to appeal to fucking Raphael or to Crowley. He's like, yeah, Raphael's going to destroy you. What the fuck? This is a bad plan. Uh, and Crowley's like, mm, yeah, he's going to kill me. You didn't fucking exactly shoot me straight either, brah. So he's like, look, uh, Raphael's going to protect me in exchange for the purgatory plan. So He gets my blood. He gets my blood, bitch. Mm-hmm. But, and Raphael's like mad at, or scolds Cass. He's like, yeah, uh, I'm not going to let him take that much power. Uh, so I'm not going to let you take that much power. If anyone's going to be the new god, 
it's me. <gasps> so now, really, what we know, and it's been alluded to a bunch, is that this whole fucking fight is whether Crass, I'm sorry, Cass, Crass, 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 Crass is coming yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether oh, Cassiel or Raphael will become the new god. That's what this fight over heaven is all about. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And now the Crowley fuck. is going to throw us all back in Cass's face and says, you got two options. Flee or die. Oof. Brew tall. And Cass is so, like, fine. Pew. And he throws the blood in his take face the blood. and he flaps off. Take it. I'm gone. I'm going to flee. So Crowley and Raphael are like, cool. The sigil's already on the wall. Eclipse is happening. Let's do this. And so he starts doing the words from the for the ritual. And so he chants. And, and he says, great door of purgatory. That is closed for us. Its light is kept away from our eyes. But now we're standing on the threshold of the great door and humbly, faithfully, respectfully are preparing for its opening. But he says all that in Latin and it's very perfect and it's hot. Then he says, terrible creature whose claws and teeth have never touched Human flesh is opening its jaws to world to world now. Great door open at last. Sexy. And while that's going on, Dean and Bobby wake up in um, in baby and they decide to ninja in. So they do. Because now there's a distraction with the all the demons around. They do. And uh, Dean tries to uh, super ninja throw the angel blade at Raphael but it definitely misses and Raphael catches yeah and so if Raphael hadn't catched caught it it still would have missed like that was like over his shoulder it was like right here and like you should have been like "Eh." so like I guess it's good and then it's so hot Crowley just takes his hand and he flings Bobby down the stairs but then he takes Dean and then like he up and overs him like overs the the railing just like the table (sighs) And then, like, shoves him down a lab table, which is very much like the tables that were in the, the hospital it was at last week. Last week, oh. But outside, we see who's arrived. Sam's there. Sam oh, shit. There. Sam's there. Sam's there. What the fuck? That means he got out of his head. That's exciting. And we're pretty and... sure it's real because we can see baby is flipped over. So Right. But he's also having hell flashbacks, and that's not good. And stumbling. Yeah, and I think this is the first time in the season where you get to see Sam with his flame background. And it's like his flame, like, Zoom background that we're all doing during the pandemic. Or more accurately, like, Louise from Bob's Burgers. Like, that is what I see during this. And spoiler, it's not the last time we're going to see Sam from Bob's Burgers. Sam from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got Crowley finishes the ritual words, but nothing fucking happens. Womp womp. We get very much like a anticlimactic womp womp. We do. But who shows up? Fucking Cass is back. Oh, guess what? He has the real jar of blood. Oh, he tricked them. Triple cross. Bum, bum, triple bum. cross. What? Triple cross. Oh. <sighs> And so Crowley tastes the blood on the sigil that they were using, and it's dog's blood. Does that mean Cass kills a dog? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it, Cass. It's gross. But Raphael does, is not entertained by this back and forth. I feel like, like, Crowley's mad, but he kind of loves this shit. Of course he and does. And Cass is just like, Cass doesn't he's get just, it. It's he, not a game. He's just doing he's his thing. He's just like, he's the person in your, in your poly group that's just like being an asshole and like wanting to stir up the drama and he loves it. But Cass is just like, no, it's too late. I've got that soul glow. And he does. Mm-hmm. He's got that soul glow just on. He's full of light. Full of light. It fades and he's just going on about how you can't imagine what it's like. 
all inside me. What? Millions upon what? millions what the of f- souls. That's so gross. It's so gross. He's like, all of them are inside of me. And you know, it's like, it's sexy. And then he like, he like pops and like, he's like, uh. And then Raph Crowley's like, that's hot. Like, actually, Crowley literally says, it's sexy. And he likes it. And then he's just like, I gotta go. Cause that's what you do. And then Raphael's yes, like, damn straight. He's like, that's what we're gonna do too. Crowley and, out. Oh. What? What? I had to stay here. Fuck. Awkward. Awkward. Yeah. And Raphael's real pissed. Uh, and but he's like, mm, I got plans for Crowley later. No problems. But I'm gonna snap my fingers and explode you in blood splatter, just like he did to me. Burn. Like there was. That's payback, right? Uh. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, say Dean. Hey Dean. Dean. I saved you. I saved you. Right? And We're Dean's cool, like, right? yeah, thank yeah, thanks. And he's like, Yeah, you doubted me and fought against me, but I was right all along. What? Oh no. Mm. Oh shit, girl, girl, shut up, shut up, shut up. Mm-mm. And Dean's apologetic still. He's like, Yeah, you know, you're right, and I'm gonna apologize because also they're terrified. He's like, Yeah, we need to get like this like soul fuse or whatever taken care of. Cause you're gonna blow the fuck up. Yeah, when and this apparently like this part of the plan had not been discussed before. And so it was like, uh, like you're full of like nuclear shit like we're gonna we're gonna get this out of you right right but Cass is like nope i gotta go punish all of Raphael's followers and once again this is where i was like this like sucks to be an angel because pretty much like they were like all right so we're an angel like we live under this dude god all right so god disappears and now we've got like these two dudes that show up and one of them like he's kind of a dick like Raphael's like not really nice and then Cass is like shows up he's like you get free will but you don't and then I'm like I have to choose between these two dickheads and this pretty much is all an allegory for modern government okay so then we're back to this all right so Dean's just like we're family right I almost yeah I, I would die for you I would die for you. I've already lost Lisa, Ben, and and I've lost Sam before. I I, I don't want to lose Cast too. But um, also, this is a bad relationship this. thing. Like you're in a shitty, abusive relationship because he's like, I have lost Ben, Lisa, Sam, and theoretically, he lost them all because all of, them, of because of Cast. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. <sighs> so break this shit up, Dean. And but. Cast pops back with, you're just saying that because you're afraid you're not my family. Toxic! Ooh. Toxic! But we see somebody's hand grab the angel blade that's all laying on the ground. And as Cast says, I have no family. Sam stabs him in the back! Quadruple cross! No! Quadruple cross! Yeah! But! But! Angel Blade, because, me. Ah. Glad Sam made it, but Castiel's not an angel anymore. He's their new god. And a better one. So they need to bow down, profess their love unto me, your lord, or I will destroy you. Kneel before Tide! Kneel before Tide! Uh, and then... We get a zoom in on his face in the episode ends. Yeah. No, we actually get eyes, eyes, eyes. And I have captured eyes. this. And we'll see. Well, there may be an alteration of this version when this airs. We don't know. But it's just like it zooms in on Bobby's eyes. And it zooms in on Sam's eyes. And it zooms in on Dean's eyes. And it zooms in on Cass's eyes. And then it quits. And that is how the season ends. It's just like, I, 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 I. And then like with like. Aye, aye, aye. And then like. It's just like with swelling music behind it. And then it just fucking 
stops. Which I guess yeah. is how you in the cliffhanger, like for a season. I guess. I guess. But I mean, is it was also but like almost an unclimactic cliffhanger, an anticlimactic oh, cliffhanger, right? Hot. It was, but it's still upsetting. Do you have a casting? Um, I do have a couple of casting. Okay, let's go to casting I'm- couch and then we will digest this. Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. Okay. So we've got our, our our good friend Robin the bartender is who, who I've got which I think we've talked like we hadn't talked about her before ever we've never seen her even though they did a flashback even though you feel like you've seen her before and it drives you crazy because you're like did I did I forget this did we miss this you did not no so her name is uh, the actress's name is Erica Sarah C-E-R-R-A nice. I think she could also look uh, I say I, I jokingly said that she looks like Eva Longoria's sister that's my I stand by it um, she played the quote goth vixen wannabe in Blade Trick Blade Trinity. I want that to be an extra that. credit. I know. So she was in several episodes of The L Word, Battlestar Galactica, and um Deadly Class. She's, she <gasps> she was in season. Deadly Class? Mm-hmm. Who did she play in Deadly Class? Do you know? Oh damn it. Oh. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, single, Deadly Class. She's only in a few episodes. Okay. She wasn't like a regular, it's a sci-fi series. Cool. So yeah, quick quick side tangent. Deadly Class was a one season thing that happened on sci-fi, but all of the soundtrack for it was 1980s punk rock. And it was all about these like subcultures of kids who like have to like they're being trained by assassins. Like it's it's so good. Oh, I just look now to see who she was in that. It was good. Okay. Sorry, go on. And then she's she's been single episodes of shows like I Zombie, Lucifer. She was Hera in the Percy Jackson, the Olympians film. She played a character. The action star was her character in Mortal Kombat Legacy. She played Trini's mom in the 2017 Power Rangers movie. Um, and she's uh, uh, A-L-I-E, a.k.a. Dr. Becca Franco in The 100, the series on like regular role and then DA uh, Jean Rosario in the Nancy Drew series that's out now. Plus she's in about eight canceled. episodes of supernatural. Uh, she plays Duma, the shadow and Robin. So we've seen her th- throughout this, throughout the series nice. multiple times. So, yeah. So this right. episode, so this episode, this season, right? So this is our season finale. And mm-hmm. so we haven't really talked about what we're going to do with this. Uh, so we are dropping just for like logistics shit. We are dropping both of these episodes this Thursday of this week. That doesn't mean anything to you if you're listening to us in the future, but if you're not listening to us in the future and listening to us in the past, we are dropping these uh, the first week of July because we have entered mm-hmm. July. Holy shit. And so first week of July, 2023, we'll drop both these episodes, uh, on thursday uh t- traditionally we take a week or two off i don't know we'll figure out things are weird we'll see. We'll, yeah, yeah we'll keep you posted schedules are busy yep it is what it is so but that being said i kind of prepped diana before this that we have ended season six and we're about to go into season seven which is by some of my friends known as one of the worst seasons of supernatural mm. so whew, i don't know what, what to say but what how i guess i First, like, I guess I was like, let's so first go with thoughts on episode, then we'll go with thoughts on season. Sorry. So thoughts on the episode. 
Yeah. So I think this episode, I thought it was, I, I, I thought the premise was pretty interesting actually about him, like having to feed the parts of himself to, because of the wall in his head, but we don't really, he seems pretty okay. And I don't think he's supposed to be pretty okay, but he's also not great. So real worried about Sam in that trajectory, but I'm really glad they finally brought that back. Cause it was kind of getting annoying that like, this was like the critical issue for episode after episode. And then all of a sudden it's like, we're just not going to talk about the wall in his head anymore. That also sense, I mean, and that's not like you think about it, like if you get an injury, like and I think you know you've had a lot, you've had an injury that you know has you know whatever, like you know gone a while this yeah. year, and sometimes you feel like it's going to heal, but you also have to go off and do your life, right? So yeah. sometimes you have a a hell wall, you just deal with it, and you just your brain. at the same time you like it. you've got to pay the electric bill, right? Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I think it's an interesting, like, you know, I thought it was an interesting premise about him battling the stuff in his own head. I thought it was a weird choice for Cass for that's the, I don't know, it's just a weird, I guess taking down the wall. It's a way to keep Dean busy, right? That is, it's a way to keep Dean and Bobby busy because they have to focus on But they didn't really know what was going to happen to Sam. So how did you know that he was just going to be like unconscious in his head? And then like, yeah, or like kill himself or freak out or whatever. Like he could have done, they didn't know what he was going to do. So he can do whatever he wants, probably. But he didn't, but he wasn't yet then. He wasn't when he made that choice. I don't know. I thought that was weird. And then, I was deeply amused, I guess, with all the double crossing, but Cass's character is not very fucking likable right now. He's not in this relationship, like in Dusty L, I think at this point we're just, it's very toxic. Everything that is happening in the Dusty L situation and be that, you know, my glibly thing of them shipping together, but just in a real, like the Cass and Dean relationship as friends, it's very toxic. Nothing that's happening here is good. No, it's all bad. If you were like, I like, you know, thought about like I had, you know, when you go through a booth, you get the drawers and like, I like, sometimes you have drawers that are like your exes. Like I have like the ex friend drawer and I'm like, oh, toxic, Mm. toxic, toxic. Right. And I feel like that Dean, you're perfectly like you have the like right to see at this point, toxic and right cast off and just be like, we're not friends anymore. I don't want you in my life. Yeah. But then also, what do you do when you want to write someone off and you're their God? That's a little bit complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. That adds so something to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot. <clears throat> so, but we now know that the battle with Raphael is over, which is fascinating, I guess. It's interesting to see what will come from that. But Well, and we get a yeah. poor one out for Balthazar, too. I know. That's sad. Uh, we like Balti. Just, like Balti. Sexy Chester. Babe said he looked like he could play um, an understudy for Liam Neeson, and I was kind of very him. much so. He is. They want to say he's like he's poor man's Liam Neeson. You're rich man's Liam Neeson. Like I, yeah. you could very much like you could be in Taken. Yeah, I like you. I bet you have skills that whatever that line. Yes, is. Sebastian, <laughs> you you could be Liam. I'm just saying. So no, I think it was. I I, I was a little concerned about the season at first. I'm not going to lie, because parts of it I was like, Ugh. but okay, it so ended up doing look, like had gonna... such good episodes. Like the Twi Hard one was so fucking good, and things like that. The Soul thing just got real like concerning with the Sam stuff for me. I don't know. You mean Sam's soul, like him not yeah. having a soul? But I mean, yes. it was you know, I mean, so yeah. So he got to be more attractive, like whatever. And then you know, <laughs> not to ha- me. <laughs> <sighs> no, whatever, Diana, you're wrong. It's all we all know. Men are so much okay. better when they're emotionally unavailable. Right, but you know, exactly. so we had this whole idea. So 
But then we also had Dean's relationship, right? So we had Dean's, Lisa, and Ben thing. The whole arc. And that made me really sad. Like I I was saying uh, when we finished episode 21, I really, in my heart, still like, I want, I wanted, and like, okay, not just in my, like, I want a happy story, wrap it up. Yeah. No, I knew it'd be a challenge, but I thought that they both deserved some kind of thing like that to last a little bit longer even if they couldn't make it work forever i thought that arc of him trying to balance being a hunter and also being with her i really liked that or at least them be acknowledging each other and it's just really fucking dark to me that he, that she's Look, been erased from him you or could his, have his, that it, he's been erased from her theoretically in jensen ackles other multiverse world of this you know a world where dean is able to be a hunter to raise a child as a hunter in a healthy way and like it doesn't have to be this toxic shit that it has to be like like yeah. at least in my like in my canon you could write that but in this yeah. in this canon you can't there's like right. no there's no way you can do this and become like a normal person there's only yeah. pain and death down this road and i think it's sad yeah it is it is, but that's what Dean's decided, and he just made the decisions for other but people. But we also, yeah, up. yeah, they made. Okay, so let's go back to we talked about this in the last episode, right? So there's a lot of the consent of the your will, right? So we have, and Cass is all about free will, right? right. And so Dean mm-hmm. took free will from Ben and Lisa, and Cass is taking free will away from everybody else. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a, that's a really good parallel for it. Absolutely, I like it. So what do you think is to come? All right. So are we done? Like, I don't know. Are we done? Yeah. But anything else No, I'm about interested to see. I'm, I'm intrigued. No, I think that's it. I think, you know, I think it's really hard to look forward now. Me knowing, like, I mean, obviously, I'm because it's impossible to avoid. I have a general concept that Castiel's character sticks around. Okay. So I'm not a What? Misha Collins is still a oh. part of the show later? Yeah. What? Like. And. And so, but like, but it also seems like a positive relationship, not that I've seen an episode, but just the implication about the relationships and how people view the character. So what the fuck does that mean happens? Obviously something fucked is going to happen. You've warned me that some people don't like the next season at all. And now we know that Cassiel is on his power trip and being kind of a dick and wants people to bow to him and punish people. So this is kind of an all bad. And what's really going to happen? Sam's like been trying to process all these different parts of him. And you could tell he's still like limping and having these flashbacks. So, you know, he's going to be struggling with this wall being down now. So what does that mean? I mean, obviously we're going to see more of, of, of Sam hell flashbacks. Because we still saw we saw Dean Hill flashbacks yeah, so for a while. Like Louise, the Louise Burger, Louise like, Belcher, ah, like in front of the fire, Sam. Like, okay, it's but yeah, I mean, that's clearly like. Ugh, fuck me up. Those are I our forgot those are about. conflicts going into the next season for sure. <sighs> yeah. yeah, but. I mean, from my point of view, I mean, season six had some of my favorite episodes, but I think season five is still ranks is like my favorite. Uh, But this episode we did have, you know, this season we did have Frontierland. We did have, Frontierland was was great. You know, we've got them, you know, that shoving back. And we also, as we mentioned earlier in the trivia, you know, we've got the fairy episode. I think the fairy episode is one of my favorite ones. Um, The the Twihard was mine. I told you that. Twihard. This was the year of the 
meta episode where we had the Jensen Ackles and Jared yep. Padalecki meet Sam and Dean Winchester, like mm-hmm. in like we got into that world. So I think there was a lot of like so as Sarah Gamble took this over, which I know was a big thing to go from Eric Kripke, who did you know, come in as and I think that's an interesting thing, and I would have liked to had you know more time and also just more resources just on what that meant. Like for mm-hmm. him coming back in as the writer, like right. that's I think that's from that's just really interesting to it have was- your former showrunner come in and write your season finale. And I don't know how much of that was a you know a group effort or what, but I th- I think that's really cool. So, yeah. but you know, uh, so we've got season seven; it's coming, and lots of lots of things and we're gonna meet lots of new people and i will say there is a t-shirt that has been sitting in my closet for since like probably like a year now and how long it's been since we started this but um that that i finally get to wear next season and i'm very excited about it so we get to meet as much as people say this up next season sucks one of my favorite people is in it so looking forward to that so that i think that's a good positive note to end on yeah. All right. So with that, cheers, sir. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at devilstrappodcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Devil's Trap Podcast.